welcome, welcome, welcome to our next episode for Women of Many Hats. In today's episode, we are going to be chatting to Kopano, a very beautiful soul who is in the business of placing helpers and nannies into our homes. I felt like today's conversation was very important and very relevant because currently as a country, we're going through a national lockdown because of COVID-19. And as a result, we need to then figure out what this new world we're living in means to us and the people that we've employed in our respective homes. Um, We are sitting in different situations where other people, unfortunately at this time, had to let go of their helpers or their nannies um, because you know, people were caught into the lockdown either at work or either at home. So let's start the conversation and hear what Gobano has to say. Hi, Kopano. Are you there? Yes, I'm here, COD. How are you? Uh, can you hear me properly now? I can hear you properly. Can you hear me? I can also hear you. Um, thank you so much for honoring our our invite to be the first ever guest on our two-way podcasting you. <laughs> Um, exactly. as technology will have it it keeps on t- showing us a few flames but we soldier on absolutely absolutely yeah so yes yes I was saying it's such an honor you know to be part of this uh, uh, phenomenal group you know women of many heads um, my name is Kopano <laughs> Biba so, yeah, I'm a mom of three and I'm a married woman. I'm the founder of Main Root uh, Placements. Um, uh. It's one of the divisions of Main Root Trading. Um, we also have Main Root Spa. Yeah. Yes. So, so besides, besides Kopano being a business owner and a mother and a wife, what other heads is Kopano? wearing um what is Kopano as a person passionate about um how can how can you just describe yourself okay um i'm actually um two modules away from obtaining my ba degree in communication cod uh but before that i was trained as a beautician uh by Esther Lauder. um i'm also a certified nail technician you know as, as a woman who's very passionate about um, relationship building, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm an introvert, but I really, really do uh, take relationships very serious. It has benefited me a lot because, I mean, most of my, I would say 99% of my business, I get it from word of mouth, you know. Mm. Uh, I would get people say, you know, I've met COD, you know, um, COD told me about your she could not afford, you know, um, 
your services, but she said you're a great person. You know, um, the way you interact with people, your interpersonal skills, you know, they're very great. So I, I really do value um, relationships. So even mm. in, in my my in the business, that's, that's what I try to encourage to to encourage, you know, healthy um, relationships between employers and employees. Yeah, that yeah. sounds amazing. Um, thank you for letting us into that part of your world. Um, just tell us, tell the listeners more about how you became part of Women of Many Heads as a community and how has your experience been like? Okay, I was invited to the group by a certain lady. <laughs> Her name is Julia, such a lovely, selfless lady. Um, mm. I think around about um, sometime early last year, mm. I became part of the group and I was very um, impressed. Um, you know, one of the things that I noticed is the self selfless spirit, you know, that is in the group because I have spoken to a lot of um, ladies in the group, you know, um, some of them, we are in the same line of business, but I was so impressed, you know, uh, because we would talk about, you know, our challenges, would give each other tips on how to handle our businesses. You know, and also mm. the focus and the discipline and the integrity in the group. You know, I really do appreciate it because most of these days you get groups that, you know, they don't have focus and, you know, you really don't understand what the objective is. But with women of many heads, I have really benefited a lot personally and business-wise. Hello? Hello? Copano, can you hear I'm, me? I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. I was breaking a little bit there, um, but it's okay. Um, let me let you continue. Okay. Now, I was talking about, you know, the, the, the various aspects that I really do enjoy and appreciate about the group, Women of Many Heads. You know, the fact that... Um, I do meet people who are in the same, you know, uh, line of business, but who are not selfish to share information. I mean, we talk mm. to each other, we give each other tips, we encourage each other. Um, you know, the discipline that is in the group. I mean, you go to many, you join many groups where mm. people just lose focus. You don't even know what the objective is. But I found mm. that with women of many hats, um, you know, the focus is there, the integrity, the discipline. So I really should commend you, COD, for really instilling that sense of discipline and integrity in the group. And I should really say that I have benefited a lot um, mm. on a personal level and business-wise. Oh, thank you so much. Um, I take the feedback um, very, very seriously because I do, I do remember that every time I would, I would meet people, I would encourage them to invite their business associates or their friends into the group, into the community of Women of Many Heads. I would always say to people that for as long as we sit in a network and we become a platform that encourages each other, we have to all lead by example. 
and we all have to be having a giving spirit so i think that's something that i spend a lot of times in fact a couple mm-hmm. of years talking about a lot in the group and telling the ladies that we are all here in a community because we've got something to offer god has given us a talent and god has Absolutely. given us some kind of a way and we need to all give first before we want to take mm-hmm. because if we are a bunch of takers sitting together no one benefits so i'm glad that you've you've had a good experience with the group and i'm glad that you're still here um a year later and enjoying the the community and what it what it's all about so tell tell us more about um why you started main root placement and what has been the biggest the biggest aha moment for you where you felt like you know what this is why i started this business and also tell us when was the biggest what has been the biggest challenge that you faced in the business so far okay um when we started main root trading that was back in 2010 um we started with main root spa Mm. You know, and later on, um, we added another division, which is main root placements, which is the one that is mm. really thriving, you know, a lot. Mm. Um, I think one of the things, or one of the things that really encouraged me to go into that space is that I'm very domesticated. Mm. You know, uh, mm. I had a mother who was also very domesticated and although they took us to good schools but she always said you know papano this is how you need to maintain your home try to strive you know that balance you know whether you mm. are a mother you have kids you know you take care of your career but try to 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 strive a balance and make sure that when people come into your home your home is even if you don't clean every day but your home is welcoming and you know that sort of mm. and um i didn't know i didn't know you know up until recently that she was actually instilling in me something very great and that could actually um translate into my source of income when i see it so so yeah i'm very passionate about um housekeeping i'm very passionate about relationship building you know mm. i'm passionate about um you know uh, creating a balance because i mean things have changed you know we are working um mothers we are working wives we have careers but um it's very important mm. for us you know to 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 really uh, um find that balance and even if we don't do those things ourselves like we hire nannies but we are able to be managers you know yes. those nannies and really take control and be able to 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 a certain extent train our own um domestic workers to show them the the things that we need and how we want things to be done in our own home mm. yes mm. Mm. no that's that's very true hey i was just having a conversation about creating a balance in the in the in the in the home and also about how things have changed because i could appreciate my my own helpers feedback we're having this discussion yesterday um and she's about you know in, she's in her late 50s she's almost 60 she's a granny you know wow. so she was just talking about how 
how different things are done and she you know she often sits and tells me her experiences of even other households where she's worked before us mm-hmm. and we were just talking about how drastically things have changed you know and how with things changing in the workplace it impacts how things rapidly change in the home mm-hmm. you know because i was saying to her that um you can see that me and my husband come in from work very late yes. you know we mm-hmm. all have equal same amount of a demanding job we both want to go via the gym before we get home mm. so as much as a woman um i would like to be you know at the forefront of everything that's happening in my home what am i sacrificing you know mm. what am i sacrificing what's the one or two things that i need to scratch off my list in order to still be that woman in the home and i think this is where we critically need to understand as women how do we go about working and collaborating with the helpers that we have in our home so that they meet us where we are we meet them where they are and we are able to become a team and you know kind of look into each other's weaknesses and truly truly work together for the, for the greater good of the children and the household and just for each and every one of us to feel like we are adding value and no one is stepping on each other's toes i don't know um what's your take on that mm. no absolutely i mean i couldn't agree more i mean if you're talking about building relationships and you'd agree with me if i say when i say that um it all starts with communication you know True. um when interacting with a lot of um with a lot of clients and also candidates that i place one of the things that i realized that there isn't that uh, communication um there isn't you know people are not communicating properly you know clients are not giving um. employees the platform to say you know what um here you have the platform to voice out whatever that is frustrating you or to communicate to me yeah. whatever that is needed for you to be able to carry out your duties in the house you know so um i think um people need to open up those channels of of communication and also i was really talking to somebody because she was asking me do you train these people i said absolutely we do train them not only do we train them mm. but we coach them you know with about yes. things like um respecting the working environment you know relationship between employer and employee but one thing that i really do encourage my clients to do is orientate your you help her you know as much as we train them but you know the dynamics of your home you know the way that you want things to be done in your home it has to be done by you you know and i was also telling you that you know in the in the in the offices how we do it would have a, a weekly or monthly um, staff meeting where the managers will come in and say you know see this is what you need to to improve on you know what are they doing they are opening up those channels of communication where some you know what i couldn't do this because i don't have the means to do this you know or i don't have the equipments so what i found is that this is one of the really um things that are, are frustrating in the working environment the lack of proper communication so if people can really learn to to sit down with the employer and employee and say you know here is the platform I'm I'm opening the platform for you do feel free to tell me about the things that are frustrating you what is it that needs mm. you know, to 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 enable you 
to be an efficient mm. um, employee in the house and do your and best do your but best. I, but also i also think that in certain instances it's also very realistic to accept that some people have misfits in how they place in the home so um i mean i found that as a person who has had uh, so far i mean my daughter is 4 years old and i think i've had this is my fourth helper that i've had in my home and the previous helpers that i i've had in my home kopan i don't feel like i've treated them any differently mm. to the current one so i i'm i'm very i'm very simple in in how i orientate them so for example one of the things that i've always done especially when my daughter was still younger was um with the help of my mother and with the help of my mother in law because i also didn't want someone coming in and you know because most of them are older than me i've never had a helper that's younger than me mm-hmm. so the, with the whole respect thing as well you know i don't know my mother was saying that i'm soft you know and i'm not going to be very strict and 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 my mother feels like she's more domesticated than me so she says i will show her how to iron what 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 so i'll be like okay cool um you can come through for a weekend you know kind of set her out because at the same time unfortunately as the helpers are coming in and out of your home you still have the same demanding job so it's not mm-hmm. like you taking leave to train them so i've always fortunately had my mom and my mother in law that have time you know cuz they full time at home so they can come into my home and literally visit for a week and set out the new helper because for me it's also a comfort thing so that my child can transition better because at the time my child was not even going to crash mm-hmm. so that's the stuff that I've done and most of the time my, my mother and my mother-in-law would visit and you know my sisters would come in and out, out of the house because you, the people that are visiting you are there for like hours and hours like like we are now on lockdown and they can see all of these things but I've never really treated anyone differently mm-hmm. the communication lines are open you know i try to find out what they i mean i'm naturally you know how i am as a person i'm naturally into women empowerment i'm naturally into okay let's find out what your goals Absolutely. are like if you're working yes you're having a salary but what do you want to achieve by the end of the year what do you need if you had to retire what are the things like i go that deep mm-hmm. and we set out a plan to say maybe you should save maybe you should do this but then some people just up and leave mm-hmm. without any feedback you know they even take things from your home so i think also just like any other romantic relationship it gets to a point where you are guarded you are you are hurt mm-hmm. you are broken you are not trusting and you know and i think it's it's unfortunate because you are the person who sits with these people when you place them in our homes and i think they give you a different side of the story mm-hmm. how do you balance between their story and the employ and the employer story and the feedback and try to you know reach somewhere in the middle you see it's it's very challenging and it's very very difficult um you know but like you said that's you know uh, you've treated your your different helpers the same and people just like it sometimes mm. just up and leave you know um sometimes mm. it's not really um necessarily the fact that you're not treating them well sometimes it can be a personality clash you know sometimes yeah. it's a culture clash 
So what we do before we place a person is that we create a profile for them where we would include, um, you know, the, the type of job that they've done, the kind of family that they've worked for, and we we will assess their personality. Like I'll give an example. I've had a lady that um, very uh, you know um, efficient. I mean, she's she's done housekeeping course. Um, you know. Um, very energetic she's able to take orders and stuff like that but i placed her twice you know and i i and then i noted that she she wouldn't stay in those families and then i started reading that she has a she has a stronger personality if i or for lack of a better word like she doesn't do well in families where the mother is softer you understand yeah mm. so she will need somebody who will be um who'll be who'll firm, be firm with, her. with her you understand so sometimes it's just a, a matter of sitting down with a person you know interviewing her get a feel of how her personality is what she appreciates and what ticks her off what is it that she doesn't like and if really she will be able to mm. gel with your with your with your personality yeah mm. yeah but in that in that instance where someone say you can see that maybe this person can gel more with someone with a stronger personality which in my in my world I would think it's the opposite I would think okay if you are strong maybe you don't need another strong personality you guys will clash etc you know is it how how easy or difficult is it to get feedback from these ladies as honest as possible because we all know even at work when we giving our line managers and hr managers feedback like it's all it's always in relation to what i'm expecting them you know to do with the to do with that feedback i'm not going to give them feedback that's going to make me look bad you know so how honest and open and transparent is the conversations that you are having with these ladies okay. um it's it's challenging i must say but um rona we do very strict uh, reference checks you know, most of the time uh. we try to get recommendation letters, but it's not always that we do get um, recommendation letters. So I would, I would, I would really rely uh. on that because I mean, I've, I don't, I don't stay with them, so I don't know them on a personal. Uh. So if I call you as uh. an ex uh, employer and you tell me that you know what this person has worked for me for four years, and the reason why she has yes. left is because we have relocated or my husband is no longer working or for, for whatever reason, you know, but I would really recommend her. Uh, and I take the same lady and I place her some way and she only works for two for two months. And my client gives me um, a bad report about her. You know, it becomes very challenging uh, because I, I then need to take the... the <laughs> you know, all sides of the story and sit down and say, what is the problem here? Could it be the personality or could it be that, you know, mm. um, in, mo- it's, it, in most cases, it, it, I mean, if you've, if you've received such an excellent uh, recommendation or referral from the previous employer and you place somebody somewhere and they don't do well, um, in most cases, it, it, it is, uh, you know, a possibility of a personality clash. I don't know if I'm making sense. Sure. 
Kopano, we seem to be having a network issue again. Can yes, you hear I can me? hear you. Hello, can you sorry. hear me? Hello, Kopano. I'm still here. Oh, okay. Sorry, it was it was cutting off a bit on my side. Um, but I think let's jump right into um, the 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 meaty part, which is how do we how what are the um, what's the feedback that you're getting now from the ladies that you work with in your network of of the helpers, um, the candidates that you place because we are facing a national lockdown now with COVID-19. So what's the feedback like on that side? And also what is some of the, um, some of the challenges that you as a business is experiencing as well as the, the ladies that work with you? Um, one of the challenges that we have experienced mm-hmm. is that um, some of the ladies were released, you know, especially ladies who travel to work every day I mean, it's for obvious reasons. I mean, they travel using public transport and, you know, um, clients are just concerned that, you know, they will be, they will, they will be spreading the virus. So they were released until such a time where the government says, you know, the the lockdown is um, lifted. So that's one of the challenges that we're experiencing. You know, people complaining mm. about not having money to pay rent. You know, remember that some of the people mm. that we place are from outside South Africa, you know, Zimbabwe, Lesotho. So if you are here, you don't have any relatives, you know, you're renting somewhere. You don't, you suddenly mm. don't have a job. You don't have money to pay rent. You don't have money to buy groceries. It can be really challenging. So um, another challenge is that those who, who are work in you know live in domestic workers are not allowed to go home and um people feel that they want to go and see their children you know they want to go and, and go home and see how their families are doing so yeah it's yeah it has mm. become a really complicated uh, situation because we were never ready for that we we're never ready for no one prepared us for this emotionally and and mentally people are really you know being challenged they're struggling to deal with this uh challenge yeah sure it does sound like it's it's so hectic so for for the other ladies i mean that there's a lucky few ladies that are in the house um still that are still in the job and i've noted that in my own household because my help is around we in the lockdown together she opted mm-hmm. not to leave and you know every day she's telling me about her friends she's from Lesotho so they've got whatsapp groups and they connect and support each other so much so every day she'll be telling me that you know um mama siba mama is saying that they don't have food mm. sometimes it's like they they can't come back to work because the employer has already been given notice mm-hmm. from their work as well that the jobs are getting cut or they might get retrained so for that reason they've already been told mm. you know 21 days in that they won't be needed anymore but then that's the one sad part but i think also i've noted that within our household because she's here now there's me and my husband who's working from home there's our toddler who has to be now homeschooled in the house 
there's all of us in her space so she can't even go about her duties as usual. Um, <laughs> you know normally yes you know she has to always we are, we literally i feel like we're in her space you know um and also additionally to that i then decided to bring my little sister and my little brother because to come in quarantine or be in the lockdown in my house because this one the little brother is in grade 11 he needed a whole lot of online tutoring which my mother mm. couldn't do because my mother doesn't have laptops and internet so i thought it would be better for him to be here so now we are here we have mm-hmm. a full house and i can see that you know what she's working more hours she's working more strenuous and like i'm just wondering what is it that you can share as tips and guidelines to make sure that they too um you know i given sensitivity ukuthi they are also working in a lockdown environment it's a new way it's strenuous it's stressful they're worried about their families everyone is just going through so much mm-hmm. tension you know so what are those things that we must be cognizant of as employers and people that are living with these people at the time like this Yo, yeah so it's it's really challenging i think the first thing that i did one of the first things that i did was to quickly open up um, whatsapp groups um for the the the, the ladies mm. that i placed and one of the things that i, I was mm. speaking i'm still speaking to them about is you know telling them to try to adjust you know mentally because like you were saying the family structures are changing and all and all of it if you had a child like mine a four year old who used to go to crutch they don't they no longer go to crutch they're here at home and it's a bit hectic during the day so some of the who are used to working mm. where you know the child during the day is not in the house you know um, they might find it a little, yeah. little bit frustrated or frustrating and yeah but i signed for yeah. it i can also say as an employer this is this is the situation that i have not signed for i mean no one prepared us for this so i try to really prepare their minds and and to ask them to really mature emotionally you know make judgment and mm, um mm. no one prepared as we also were never ready we we don't have the, i don't have all the mm. answers your employer does not have all the answers you don't you also don't have all the answers so True. it will really help for us to mature really mature about this situation and say mm. all this is new to us yes things are different Yes we don't have all the answers but mm. we are together we find ourselves mm. together let's make you know things mm. work if there are things that are frustrating you he, mm. here is the platform you know come to us see how we can you know work things out so i am in constant yeah. communication yeah. with the ladies also with my my clients i mean yeah. a lot of them did contact me and say papa no so and so wants to leave the nanny wants to leave because she's worried and I, i always tell them you know what if you've sat down with her and and you've communicated with her you've explained things and she still feels that she needs to leave let her go you know because it's it's no use staying with somebody in the house who'd rather be somewhere else but i've also had These are the people that want to leave um to rather be uh, in lockdown in mm, their own mm. places. It's those people who 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 feel that you know what I want to go home and be with my kids, you know. 
Yeah, and, but then you, mm. you, you do have mm. um, cases like yours where somebody is from Lesotho and she's saying, you know what, I'd rather be here. Because remember, when they come back into the country, they'll need to be tested and they'll need to be, you know, um, yes, in isolation. Quarantine. So fortunately, most of the ladies that yeah. I've placed we're really, really understanding of the situation. And they said, you know what, I would rather stay for my safety. And I'm working, I'll mm. be getting paid. And then, you know, um, it's 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 for the best, you know. But I mean, yeah. It's it's really a tough situation, Copano. And uh, um, I've been wondering every day if I'm doing enough to be supportive to, to you know, to my helper. Um, and one of the things I I had to do, you know, differently this this month, like I remember end of March was, I mean, we had to go together and make sure that we sanitized and take a trip to the store to check us to go send money. I had to open an Impesa account um, so that we can send money directly to, to her family because normally she does it on her own, right, when she's off month end. So this month and this past month and she couldn't do that. I had to really be there with her to support her. I had to ask her what is it that she needs from me. Um, and I also had to offer her a bit more money because I said to her, she, there's too much work mm-hmm. now. You know, we we are working in different ways in the house. She's going to bed early later than usual she's waking up earlier than usual because she's trying to also navigate around our nine to five Mm. our eight to five you know working from home and she's trying to navigate also stuff that she needs to help with with my daughter it's a lot and i said Mm. to her i don't know how else to to help you i don't know how else to show Mm. how much i appreciate you so i will you know i will do whatever it takes i will make sure that I get you a bottle of sweet wine when I get my <laughs> supply. <laughs> I'll make sure that I give you extra money to send home. You know, when she was like, no, I want to send so much home. I was like, no, it's mm. fine. I'll top it up, you know. And I obviously make sure that open lines of communication mm. are there all the time. We talk, we sit, I listen to her stories. Um, and I, I, I give her advice on how to also talk to her other colleagues and you know, her friends from Lesotho that are distraught and mm-hmm. all of that. And I try to make sure that she's as comfortable as possible. But I think more than anything, we are all just stressed and we mm-hmm. feel like we're not doing enough, you know. And I think what worries the ladies more is how mm-hmm. long are we going to mm-hmm. be in this situation No, I mean, so we are all worried. But I think I really need to commend you. Initiating the conversation. I said to one of my clients, initiate because when she called me and said Copano what do we do I said to her don't keep quiet when you initiate the communication or the conversation (laughs) you're saying to her I do care I might not have all the answers but Mm. I do care you know this is the first time that this is happening we don't have the answers the government does not have the answers we also don't have but what I Mm. want you to know is that I'm frustrated you are frustrated, you know, and I care about how you are feeling. Call home and, you know, find out how they're doing. And I think that those are the things that they really appreciate mm-hmm. the most. And another thing, Siodi, try to, to minimize the workload in the house. I know we are used to 
coming home to yes we can spend home you know everything in order but remember now our kids are at home we are also Mm. at home you get up from your chair now and then go and make coffee so the house will not be as clean as it used to be throughout the day so don't be too fussy loosen up a bit you know just Mm. so that she doesn't feel overwhelmed so I think there is just so much that we can do better. I really say that initiating that conversation to say that um, this is the situation that we are faced with. I know that you are not okay. I'm also not okay. I don't have the answers, but if you feel frustrated or if there's anything that I, you, you think I can help you with, fe- please feel free to, to come to me. I think that it goes a long way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Oh, thank you so much, Kobano, for for all of those insights. And I think um, when I publish this uh, podcast episode, I'm going to link um, all your details, your social media pages, your website, your contact details, so that people can know how to get in contact with you and how to support your business and how to keep in touch with um, all that you do. Um, and I think um, it's it comes out very clear and very strong um, during our conversation and, and with any other conversation that we've had that you're very passionate about what you do. Um, your, your, your soul and your heart sounds very pure, you know, and as you are talking, there's so much um, passion that comes through and you know your personality shines through that like you explained in the beginning that you're actually an introvert that loves people and when you talk about it it's it's kind of like okay how you're an introvert but you love people and build relationships but as someone Mm -hmm. talks to you they can actually understand um how your your you love people and you love making sure that um people are empowered and the, the work that you do is very important um, so I want to personally thank you um, for being a great active member of Women of Many Heads Network. Thank you for, for always being um, an active um, an activist for women empowerment in the group, you know, always giving people information, always supporting people and always giving people referrals for their businesses. And I hope that as much as COVID-19 has changed everything about what we thought we knew <laughs> about this world we live in, um, I hope for you and your business, it will give you, um, you know, new frontiers. Um, and and I, I hope that you get, you you can use this time to find out um, and, you know, kind of also adjust and see um, what else you can do to empower our homes. There's a whole lot of opportunities that are on the horizon because of where we are right now there's a whole lot of opportunities because right now we we're doing an interview on an on a podcast you know sitting in two Mm. different places (laughs) you know whereas before we could have Mm. waited and waited to say no let's do coffee i'm still busy let's do coffee and postpone and postpone now it's just a quick conversation and anyone with internet access will be able to listen to the conversation and you know leave us some comments and actually also feel like you know what whatever they're going through they're not alone so thank you so much um any closing comments on your side in terms of um what you're looking forward to 
for the rest of 2020 and where would you like to see your business going in the future um i wouldn't like to <laughs> to to give out much or to to yeah to give out much but we are currently um in communication with one of um very very excellent group of ladies who are skilled in training you know so we are really improving mm. main route placements um people must just watch out the space um it's going to be we are yeah, going well. from one dimension to another dimension i mean um Mm. I know that, you know, um, we've spoken a lot, but one thing that really inspires me is receiving. I wish I can just take, actually, I've, I have a file of screenshots of people who have given me feedback and say, you know what, Copano, we, we admire you. We, we appreciate your services. People come and they take our monies and they disappear. Once we've paid them, they never come back to you. But with you, it's different. And it's from, you know, feedback mm. from clients and feedback from the ladies that we have placed. You know, when somebody comes to you and say, you know what, my children have not been eating for months, but I thank you that you have given me the opportunity to work and be able to feed my kids. I mean, that is, you mm. know, for me, it's everything. So um, I think people should just be on the lookout. Uh, main route is really, will be expanding. Um, yeah. So we really are cooking something, you know, in the background and we can't wait. We can't wait. Hello. Hello, Siri. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. You're back. You had cut a little bit there. I'm back. I'm Are still back? here. Okay. Yes. So I don't know. What is it that you heard? But I was just saying that people should be, you know, on the lookout. People should expect greatness from us. Mm. We are working in the background to improve mm. um, our services. We've received a lot of, uh, you know, feedback from clients. And we've actually sat down and said, what is it that we can improve? What are the main concerns? Because mm. um, I know a lot of uh, people are concerned about their safety, the safety in the home. So um, we do criminal mm. background check, you know, for the candidates that we place. And mm. we actually give you as the client the report to say, here is the candidate that you have chosen. She is criminal. She's clear. You understand? So um, with mm. the various feedback mm. that we get from my clients, we really do try to improve our services. So people really should expect um, nothing um less from us but greatness yeah okay no thank you so much Copano. um it's been great chatting to you um and i'm certain that the ladies in our network and our other followers on the podcast are looking forward to um knowing more about your business and i like i said we will share the different um links to to all of your pages so that they can get a hold of you and i'm wishing you all the best in the future thank you so much for your time um thank you for taking time away from your family tonight 
um you should be you know being a madam kuntung cooking and all of those things <laughs> um so thank you so much um any words in closing before we can close the the episode watch the space thank you so much <laughs> for this opportunity it was really great and lovely talking to you so yeah, yeah. okay all right but keep calm thank you so much yeah. keep and calm, keep us. safe um keep focus this too shall pass no definitely this too shall pass and then with those words um ladies and gents listening um we've come to the end of this episode and look out for more episodes like this one where we're going to be interviewing more ladies from our network so we get to know them we get to know their businesses and we get to know where they come from and where they're going from me cod mtembu your host of woman of many heads podcast it is good night and thank you till next time